boy Damien Dennis. We're excited to be on the fourth episode of Underwater. Yeah. It's been a bit of a journey. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really insane. I mean, I know we only planned five episodes, and it's weird that we're already coming to an end. It's already right. been the fourth week. Yeah. It is. It's already the fourth week. Like quarantine too. Yeah. Well, probably a little bit more on the quarantine. Oh yeah, no. But Some people have been quarantined for like, like plus like sixty plus days now. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it's been probably more than that. I don't. I'm not having. I haven't keeping track of myself. It's probably been like about what three, four weeks now. Yeah. But. It, yeah. It's becoming a norm. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's really becoming kind of crazy, but um yeah so. What are we here to talk about today, Christy? Oh, man. Let's do a quick recap. Yeah. Yes. Recap. Recap time. Okay, cool. As y'all know, Underwater is a podcast mm-hmm. that provides resources, tips, tricks, and then everything in between to keep you fellow creatives and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs afloat yes. during these really weird times. Yeah. Um, so we've gone through three episodes already, mm-hmm. roughly an hour long each. And if you're on the fourth one, kudos to you guys. Yeah, like you, thank you. Y'all's support are amazing. I hope you guys have enjoyed everything we've had to talk about. I hope you guys learned something or mm-hmm. at least tried a few things. Yeah. Um, our first episode went over social foundation. Yes, social foundation. Mm-hmm. Our second episode, we went over... Ooh, that was my favorite. was the apps and hacks. Uh-huh, apps and That's hacks. That's literally the most, like... <laughs> you want to talk about nuggets. Golden uh-huh. nuggets. What was that one? Face face checker or something? What was it? <laughs> face tune? Face tune. Face checker? What is that? A Russian spy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> face checker. <laughs> that, yes, apps and hacks was, was number two. It was basically mm-hmm. content creation. Yes. Um... And then our last one was over websites, mm-hmm. sales, and marketing. And marketing, yes. So this week. Mm-hmm. This week, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about how to build a community. All right. A in community. In all sense of the word. Yeah. Now, Damon, what does community mean to you? Oh, well, community means to me like the people, uh, the businesses, the organizations that make up the, you know, the local Community, I think local, you know, so okay. the local community is what I think of. And it doesn't doesn't mean like who's in your neighborhood, but it's all the people that you interact with in terms of uh, your culture, your city, mm-hmm. uh, the businesses, mm-hmm. things that you, you know, like grocery stores, even those are like part of community, you know, depending on how involved that organization wants to be within the community. You know, that's what I think community is. It's a great definition. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. Oh. It's very organic. <laughs> that was kind of shoddy, but whatever. <laughs> but thank you. I'll praise you anyways. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. So, I mean, I guess... What does community mean to you, Christy? Oh, wow. <laughs> community. I though I see community not so much as like a geolocation. I don't mm. see it very much as, as an identifier either. Mm. Um, I feel like community, it just involves around like the people itself. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily common beliefs, but like a same, a shared motive. Oh, okay. And, and that's a community. That's awesome. I like that. A shared motive. Hmm. Yeah, it's just like that's cool. Whether it's like a mission statement or something right. they believe in, or yeah. you know, it can be something as granular as mm-hmm. I only wear sneakers. Right. Oh, true. That's community. And and with that, with you saying that, then it it, it basically means that 
being part of a community is a choice you know it's yeah. like a choice a actual choice that you have to make like i want to be a part of this community you know and yeah that's great you know you can choose which community you want to be a part of you know and of course obviously like they're like we live in a city and you know that could technically be a community but i like that definition better because it gives you like there's less of a passive sense of being in a community yeah. and more of an active sense of being in a community. Yeah. I like that. That's oh, cool. thank you. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And that's appropriate because here at the Dow Market, we uh, pride ourselves in being very, very active in the community in our own lives, mm -hmm. but also through the media that we produce. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say we're kind of, you know, community experts, local community experts. Ooh. I would call myself that. Yeah. I, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. I would say, yeah, man. Damien definitely can. Oh no, no, um, you're the, you're you're up there, Christy. Like I think you, uh, you. I'm an observer. <laughs> you're in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Um, but no, I agree. Yeah, no. I feel like the down market <laughs> is definitely it knows its way around communities. Absolutely. Um, and that's I mean that's why you know, my definition is the way it is. Cause I feel like we've been able to touch base on a lot of communities just through our events. Right. Exactly. You know, like the public mm -hmm. goods was all uh, local fashion. Absolutely. You know, the, um, Nawala was Halloween, Halloween goers. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There was just a lot of different events that we've had, the creative brunch. They all, they all adhere to different kinds of communities. Absolutely. And we didn't, I feel like, it's something we don't realize that we do mm -hmm. and then when we realized it we were that's why we take pride in it right exactly yeah. but this this podcast in itself just to go over a quick almost like an agenda for more more of me and damien's sake right and this is an hour of us talking we have to pretty much know where we're gonna be going exactly exactly <laughs> but um i did want to talk about um a little bit of algorithms because mm -hmm. this is goes back to building a community obviously online for right, right. now exactly for right now because uh, that, that's the state of the environment that mm -hmm. we're in um eventually maybe we can pick back up underwater in a new light and kind of take it more towards in-person route um mm -hmm. but a lot of these podcasts are specifically for what to do right now to keep yourself afloat absolutely so we'll talk about you know algorithms just a little bit mm -hmm. as pertaining to social medias and social platforms we'll talk about uh, approaches of brands you mm -hmm. know the difference between if you yourself as the business owner or creative is the face of your brand versus if your brand's logo mm -hmm. is the face of your brand i like that and we'll I use like a that. couple of examples to yeah. showcase those routes mm -hmm. we got some we got plenty of good examples around here oh yeah i mean plenty. even some mainstreams too oh yeah absolutely uh, i always like to use mainstreams because it makes people like oh wow yeah it's like a something method. Uh -huh, exactly <laughs> like these people have made you know a, a million dollar methods to boosting their businesses and and their communities you know uh, like there there's a saying it's like you're only good as your employees right yeah. what business is only as good as its employees uh or an organization is only as good as its uh you know employees <laughs> i guess <laughs> um but i think the same is with community right like your community or the community that you live in the community that you're trying to build within your brand or whatever you know your brand really is only as good as your the people that are involved uh and the people that call yourself you call them you know call themselves part of your community because yeah. they're going to be the ones that 
like going back to marketing, they're going to be the ones that talk about you. They're going to be the ones that share the quality in your product. Um, people are always going to rally around organizations or around businesses or products that are quality and that uh, they feel takes care of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's really you're only going to be as good as the people that are part of your community. If you're if, you're, if the people that are in your community are kind of shady, you know, then your business, honestly, is going to be regarded as a shady business because just by default, it could not be something that you came up with. But depending on the people that use it, you know, like I'll give you an example, right? But people are like, oh, what? Um, there's an example. Uh, there's a there's a product called Tor, right? And I don't know if you've have you heard of Tor, Christy? It's basically a um, like a VPN. Uh, it's a virtual private network, uh-huh. or you can you can. It's a way to to <laughs> jump into the the dark net, uh-huh. you know, or to to do your business, your sorry, your um, your internet things, whatever you're doing on the internet, uh, without surveillance. Uh, there's different programs like that, mm-hmm. you know. It's not the most super secure, but it's one of them. It was like one of the first ones that everybody kind of was like, oh, Tor, sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I can hide my tracks. Mm-hmm. Think about who probably uses that the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. people that <laughs> are doing shady things on the internet, right? So maybe the developers never really intended it for that use, mm-hmm. but those are the people that go to it first. So then I guess the, the biggest, to mm-hmm. put that in a bullet point then, yeah is to know how to speak to the right community. Absolutely. I think the way that you speak exactly. The way you speak to, you know, it's yeah, it's who you're trying to target. And kind of you said the developers may have not had it intended to that. Or maybe they did, who knows? True. But it goes back with any other example. You know, it's like you have to be able you're you're painting it in the right picture, which Mm -hmm. goes back to content creation, marketing, sales, so on and so forth. But also that you're able to talk, like move all of that towards your target audience, which is supposed to be the community you're trying to build. Right. None of this is ever going to be like an isolated. Um, none of these things are like isolated uh, silos together. or whatever. Yeah, they all like, yeah, like you said, they work together. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go over the three. There's more. This mm-hmm. is a very simplified version. Okay. Cool. It's like the three steps of building a brand. Mm, right. You okay. got you got your brand awareness. Uh huh. Right. In order you have your brand awareness, you need to have your social foundation. Mm-hmm. You need to have content creation. Mm-hmm. You also need to have an active sales and marketing strategy. Right. Right. And then you're building brand awareness. Right. Okay. Cool. Right. Okay. And we've gone through all of those. Yes. Yes, we have. From brand awareness, you have to go to brand preference. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's through your brand awareness, mm-hmm. and once you start accumulating clients or customers, yes, you're starting to develop a preference. Because guess what? Damien forgot to turn off his phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's always me. It's always me. Oh, he does this. Okay. Scam likely. No. Oh, is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> Scam likely strikes again. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um. Brand preference. Yes, right? brand preference. Because no matter what, once you start accumulating clients mm-hmm. and customers, obviously you're dealing with competition. Right. Right. Exactly. And so these clients and customers need to develop a preference mm-hmm. at using either your service that you're providing, mm-hmm. the product that you're selling, and be able to prefer yours versus any others. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. And so... This is where community comes in, mm-hmm. right? I think it people don't really understand that community is 
added value mm-hmm. when you're able to i mean i'm at it's kind of like like when you already have an existing community right. whether it's 10 to 100 people mm-hmm. that's not a lot right but truly when you take into consideration just how many people you know that are in your network and who are in your network's network mm-hmm. it's about i think you knew the statistic i forgot it's a, it's a decent amount of people that you already True. know. I don't remember the exact number. It's okay. <laughs> but... We mentioned it in a previous podcast. Okay, gotcha. So if you guys have been keeping track of this stuff, gotcha. please remind us. Perfect. Um, but no, like 10 to 100 people is totally doable. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, doable. yeah, absolutely. And that's a start. Like that's a little starting community. Mm-hmm. But those 10 people talk. They do. They become 20. They mm-hmm. become 30, 40. And then eventually you're already developing your own tiny community absolutely that community typically can all share the fact that they've used your product mm-hmm. or they've had your service mm-hmm. and so it goes back to the word of mouth technique. word of mouth right? exactly so mm-hmm. if i'm a person who is considering on using a person's service or a mm-hmm. person's product and maybe i see you know two people commenting on a post or maybe i see the you know they've got Let's do a small number. Right. 36 followers. 36 followers. 36 followers. Or 36 likes on Facebook Uh or, you know, like whatever platform I may be on. Right. And I go and I look through those followers Mm -hmm. because that's typically a thing that people do. Mm -hmm. Not only would they go to the website, you know, do all the research. Right. They're they're considering using your your product, but also like the kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And then if I tap on someone... And I see they didn't post nothing but dogs on their Instagram. And I freaking love dogs. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah, dog I, people. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm a dog person. This is a dog person. This fellow dog person likes this product. Therefore, odds are, I'm going to like that product. Right. Absolutely. And that's I like that because it's like... It's third-party verification. Yes. And it's like kind of like building a... Um, kind of like building a, a set, like a little identity, you know? Mm-hmm. But... And that's why, like, that's why I feel like it's a, it's really good to to focus on making sure that one person has, like, one person has a really great experience, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like you're saying, it's gonna like expand into all these different, uh, different uh, people. It's mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna tell others people about the product that they use. So it's like focusing on that one person. So also ident- like creating that identity or allowing people of that identity to feel at home within your brand or mm-hmm. your space mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what that that's what i heard yes. just now from what you were saying it's in a long-winded example that's <laughs> no. how i talk no that's, that's <laughs> great that's, that's people like that you know I but, like that. but that's that's essentially what mm-hmm. what a client's experience or a customer's experience may or may not be mm-hmm. everyone goes through different avenues depending on the kind of person they are some people mm-hmm. are a lot more logistic you know mm-hmm. that instead of going to the you know the people or the followers first they might go to the website and learn more information mm-hmm. right some people are a little more like social and really care about other people's opinions so they'll look at reviews right or they'll look at the kinds of people who are commenting or liking things you know mm-hmm. so you have to be able you're setting the you're you're leaving these avenues at the best of their ability for whatever kind of client comes in mm-hmm. to fall into and to eventually close a deal or make a sale right. or you know so on and so forth and then it also goes back to you know like you said customer experience mm-hmm. client experience right because not only do you want them to prefer mm-hmm. using your service or product but you want them to become loyal to it yes so there's like levels to that there you know? is that's like, that's the third part of the branding mm-hmm. process absolutely 
you gotta like you gotta pay attention to every level of your business right because that's what you know oh so there's a it's like let's let's use some examples right to show people like how this preference is uh it may not and it and, and like you said preference is different from uh quality it's just like some people prefer this or some people prefer that right, right. so I don't remember the names of these brands necessarily, but there were two brands of herbs that I was looking for. Okay. Um, it was either herbs or coffee or something like that, right? And uh, there was one brand that basically tried to make the the taste of these herbs or this coffee like as as great or like as smooth as possible, let's, right? Let's go with coffee. Let's go with coffee. Okay. Yeah. So it. it Let's let's just do you know example okay, one so company A yeah company A has a brand of coffee that's like the smoothest you know calmest version of that coffee you know they're mm-hmm. trying to make it as smooth and as palpable for a lot of people right mm-hmm. and some people like it and they're they're using the highest quality products mm-hmm. highest quality products that they can possibly find they're putting into the pricing it you know what they think it should be priced and then. Uh, great you know that's that's business a then the the second one is there's this like grungy they're like man this coffee tastes like dirt because <laughs> it is dirt it's all natural it's great <laughs> oh you God. know <laughs> like <laughs> like it's it's just like oh you know like it's just these two two different types of brands and this company b is also using the most high quality uh product like you know materials and ingredients mm. that they could possibly do all sourcing natural. it all natural you know <laughs> like, Sorry. but these two different communities they love each other's brands and they probably like yo i don't want none of that dirt tasting coffee that's <laughs> gross and then this other place the other brand is like the community behind that is like i want none of that soft smooth no rough around the edges I coffee i want it to burn i want it to, right i want it to taste like Dang. I want to feel like I'm putting my face in the mud, you know. So those are extreme examples, but um, that was something that I kind of experienced. What I can't remember what it was, but it was it was like that. It was but like, and that's it. Those are communities. Those are communities. Preferences. It's preferences. It doesn't mean that your brand is any like, less than this other brand, or you know that you didn't put the work into finding the materials and the ingredients. No, it's just it. You did the hard work that you. You know, you did, assuming that you did the work, you know, assuming that you did the work, you did as much as you could and you, you listened to what your audience and what your community wanted the entire time. And that's what helps build. That's what helps people be like, there, people are going to talk about like, yo, man, I found this, this brand of coffee. It was so good. It, it was just like, it just tasted like I just took the coffee grounds and just like poured it in my mouth. <laughs> and there, there's going to be two people that tell one person's going to be like, that's disgusting. And then the other one's going to be like, yo, that's dope. I want that. What's the name of it? I'm going to tell all my, my people at the, you know, at like the, the dirt coffee place that we like going to about this new brand. And they're going to be like, yo, it's just going to spread like wildfire. And maybe you can get kind of creative with your branding, depending on what those people like. They might like. Let's, I actually want to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, I let's do it. I want to go down that rabbit hole. Okay. All right. Stop. What, slap it. What <laughs> does, slap the button. <laughs> true, true. What does the brand look like for Company B? Mm. And let's say it's called Grunge Coffee. Grunge Coffee. That was one of the first adjectives that you used, right? Right. It's called Grunge Coffee. Mm-hmm. I see textures. Yes. Yeah, like almost like either cracked paint 
Ooh. Uh, like rusty metal. Yes. Yeah. Yes, rusted metals. Uh-huh. I see like dark, cool, t- dark, cool tones. Mm-hmm. Very moody. Yeah. Super moody. Very I like that. Moody. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then like they they probably have their own apparel line as yeah. well. Oh yeah, they're yeah. probably using yeah. like block letters for their their logo. Super bold. Super bold. But obviously with the texture on it. Oh yeah, like yeah. It, it looks like, like vintage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's old. Like it's, it's been, been sitting under your couch times. for like fifty years. You know. You're like, oh man, this is great, and you start chewing on it. I would even, it. you know, just to go a little bit further, mm-hmm. maybe their containers looks like it's bleached. Ooh. You know those bleached shirts? Yeah. Bags. That's mm-hmm. like the, that's the pattern on it. Oh, you see, you see how like how ingrained this is into like our psyche. Like we yeah. are, we already know what this looks like yes. technically. You know, it's wild. It's okay. Cool. That, I like that. That appeals to a certain kind, of, like. I'm yeah. a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm like, fan. this is dope. I don't know if I'd like the coffee, but I, I, I'm a fan of the brand. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm a, I'm a fan of how like how true to itself this brand is. Yes. And it's not compromising for anyone. They sell candles that smell like freshly cut grass. Ooh. And campfires. Ooh. <laughs> like yeah. Kind of brand, I like you know? it. Yeah. And then, okay, so let's go to... Uh, company A. Yes, Company which A. Which was, let's call it Smooth Coffee. Smooth Coffee. Yeah. I'm seeing, like, the containers are the smooth. Like, they have a matte finish on Ooh, them. Oh, I love matte finish containers. Right? Oh, it's I love it. Nice. I'm thinking, obviously, more lighter tones. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Almost like... whitewashed. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, like, tans, whites. Um, baby blues. Baby blues. Mm. Salmon colors. Muted greens. Muted greens. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yep. And if they had a spot. Pastels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they had a spot, there's going to be a lot of green plants in it. Ooh. A lot of greenery. It's okay. Very bright in there. A lot of natural sunlight. I like it. Yep. Maybe some gold or silver accents. Yeah. I it's like smooth. it. Uh-huh. You got to feel like you're walking on clouds when you walk into a place like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, What's the packaging? Okay, you said it was a matte finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I could see like uh, like a container that's kind of like small, round. Mm-hmm. The le- like the logo, the letters that they're using on it are like very thin. Yeah. Very thin lines. Very like. It's a probably it's either a cursive font or Ooh, a serif like font. One of those. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. dope. And maybe the sticker that's on the container, maybe mm-hmm. that's not matte. Maybe that's glossy. Ooh. Just a nice little. Okay. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's cool too. Like honestly, like there's gotta be a wax seal somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It fits. It does it fit. Does. It just it fits. fits. So they no, I love little, it. They have a little bakery. Like they sell. They sell. Sweets. Oh my gosh. They, sell they got a bakery. They sell sweets. They don't do it in house though. Oh, you gotta like what? You gotta like curbside no, it's, pick it's, up order. It's, no, it's wholesale. So they got friends. And it's they bring wholesale. Their yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's dope. Oh, like right. The Grunge Coffee does have a kitchen. Yeah. It has, I see like... They stuff inside. Yes. Yeah. They do. Right. They exactly. They do everything in-house. All natural. Everybody has beards. Even people <laughs> that can't grow beards have to wear beards. <laughs> it's like a box outside. It's just right. like... Have you seen those knitted beards? Oh, my God. Oh, my and gosh. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I have seen those. Yeah. And it has like a little place for your mouth, dude. Yes. I love those. That's... I, mean, I actually have a beard, so I don't need one. But... I might need one. I might. Yeah. I might still get one. You know, a beard cover. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. If it ever got cold in Texas. There you go. <laughs> they, right. I know. Anyways, we're getting off track. Yeah, but no, but that's 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 real. That's real to life. Like that's that's how true to life you have to be to your brand, um, and you have to be constantly. So so you have to be constantly listening to your community, right? Let's let's jump into that. Let's okay. jump into like how do you listen to your community? What ways 
Do you listen to your community? Um, how do you keep in touch with them? How do you keep like, how do you keep it constant, right? And I think constant, and uh, maybe not constant, but consistent. Consistent is the name of the game. I feel for mm-hmm. for whatever method you ch- you choose, be consistent and um, and be relevant, right? Mm-hmm. Be consistent and yeah. be relevant. Yeah, like if if uh, you know, that's why I think companies and that goes back to your sales process, right? Like if if you sell a product to a customer, right, and they have a problem with it, uh, and you take what weeks to get back to them about this problem that's a new problem that you've just created like a whole new problem Mm -hmm. you have a problem now that they're going to be talking to everybody like yo this you know xyz company you know grunge coffee took three weeks to get back to me about the coffee that they had missing in my box that i ordered Mm -hmm. you know that's not that's not what you want like you if you gotta hire like somebody to to, to be that person that yeah. stays in contact with customer your customer experience. customer experience like your customer experience that's going to create your community yeah you know? and, and here's the thing too like mm-hmm. no matter what type of target audience you have no mm-hmm. matter what your brand looks like mm-hmm. customer experience doesn't change nope it does doesn't. not just does be, not. just because maybe i wear all black i gotta you know i gotta wear a lot of rings mm-hmm. or maybe i got you know some gauges or, i don't know yeah who, who knows Customer experience does not yeah, I'm change. Always, I'm always going to mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm being listened to. Right, exactly. And that's that can be different for your community. Like, say, you know, um, Ralph goes to, you know, the maybe he, like the, the vibe that your community is Ralph, right? Ralph goes to Grunge Coffee and, and uh, he doesn't really care, like, if anybody, like, says hi to him or anything. Yeah, he's or, just there for his freaking yeah, coffee. Yeah, he wants the coffee. He, he wants that now, you know? Like, he be. wants it now, you know? He, may, he doesn't care if you're, like, you know on point with all your branding and stuff like that. He cares about the product. What does your customer care about? You take care of that every single time. Mm-hmm. He maybe he does maybe he's different than me. Maybe he doesn't care that he had a problem with the the coffee and they take three weeks to get back to him. Maybe that maybe he just cares that the problem is solved at all. You know? Right. That's that's might be what he you know, but don't use that as because most people want their problems, especially nowadays, most we're humans. Most people want if they have a problem, they want it fixed now. You know, yeah, it's just uh, the day and age that we live in. Exactly. So, you know, there's some base, like you were saying, like there's some baselines that do not change whatsoever. But the part, to, you know, the what the part that makes you you and makes your your community your community and your process your process is you listening to what your customers want. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, and it really just takes one step, and that's to respond. Yeah, exactly. To the to the bad and the good. Mm-hmm. To the bad and the good. So. I think you were mentioning um, before, you know, we were just talking stuff. You said um, responding to social media posts. Yes. You need to respond like 100%. So like, okay, for example, Mm -hmm. um, maybe I can go. This is a really good segue into going into algorithms. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook's a little different. Instagram, I know that if you get, like if you post a picture mm-hmm. and you followed out all of our tips and tricks, right? Right. You, you edited on, on, you took it on your phone because you don't have a camera, but mm-hmm. you edited on Visco. It looks really clean. Mm-hmm. You uploaded it. You used, you know, your Instagram has a limit of 30 hashtags in a post. Instead of using all 30, you used maybe 15 specific on point brand related, photo related hashtags. Perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's short and simple caption, gets to the point. You post it and someone comments and you choose and you don't answer back till like a week later. Right. 
that that response no longer does anything for that post. Oh, nothing. Or at least it does technically, right. but it's very small. Very small. So what it could have been if you responded immediately. Right. Within mm-hmm. that first hour of posting. Mm-hmm. Because say you do post, like say someone comments five minutes after you posted a picture mm-hmm. and then you respond back and y'all guys end up going into a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Could Granted, be. this is, you know, right. a case scenario. Uh-huh. But in another case scenario is maybe three people comment back and you comment each of them, even if it's just a one response, two response, or you have a complete thread. Right. Instagram sees that. Mm-hmm. It sees that, whoa, this post this post or photo or video like just got posted mm-hmm. and people are engaging. Right. Instagram's there for itself. Mm-hmm. It's going to promote the most relevant content. Mm-hmm. And so if it sees that you're getting a lot of engagement on this one post, it's in terms of the hashtags, mm-hmm. we can go through that route. In terms of hashtags, it's going to go up in ratings. Right. Similar to SEO, mm-hmm. up in ratings for that particular hashtag. And so if anyone else was looking at that hashtag, mm-hmm. they would see your post bef- at least more often or like sooner than any other post with that hashtag. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Like when you see, um, like if you're following hashtags on Instagram and which you'll a see lot like of people do now. Exactly, which is great. Like I think if you have something that you're interested in, follow the hashtag on mm-hmm. Instagram. You'll see a lot of relevant things that you're interested in. It's because everyone's always wanting to be a part of a community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you'll see that like some of those that like exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. is like you can look at it as as a, you can try to test this out right now, right? You'll go go on Instagram, follow a hashtag, and you'll see one of the most highly engaged um post that was used for that hashtag will pop up under that follow so you'll be scrolling through your feed you know all your friends or like you know your clients or whatever Mm -hmm. you know and you'll see randomly you'll see like the hashtag go look at that post see if there's there's high engagement on that see if there's uh for that hashtag right like it might just be the highest one for that category or whatever Mm -hmm. but generally it's not going to show it to you unless there's some form of engagement on it right you know um it either that's tons of people commenting tons of people commenting in a very short period you having a conversation it's whatever those things are and it's basically you're trying to attack the problem of your engagement from different angles so you want to be producing content that makes people want to comment on Mm it uh so that's one aspect of it and then you know the other aspect of course is like you're saying you have to uh engage with those people Mm -hmm. like if you have the good problems like like complex right or like ign where you drop a post and there's instantly going to be like five, ten thousand people that comment on it, right? Mm-hmm. Even those, even those accounts, they still comment on comments. Like mm-hmm. you'll go and yes. look, and they'll still like actively go on and having they're engaging in community conversation. It may not be all ten thousand of those comments, right. but it's still you know a, a good portion of them, maybe like ten or twenty of those comments or a hundred of those comments. They've actually commented back, you right. know. So like let's I mean like mm-hmm. you know that's why I really like using big brands or mm-hmm. big companies as as examples. Uh-huh. It's like so you know these big companies yes they probably hire out people Absolutely. in order to do these engagements because yeah. but they see the value in it. Absolutely. Right. And so if you're a startup you know company or you're a creative and you're just like oh I don't have time to respond back to these five comments mm-hmm. it takes literally mm-hmm. like you could be sitting on the toilet doing this mm-hmm. it, it doesn't take <laughs> five minutes mm-hmm. to either like it back yep. or to at least send an emoji or just say thank you right and most of the time you can do this 
you can do this within 24 hours, right? Now, it's preferable that you do this in the first hour of a comment, right? In the first few minutes of a comment dropping, you should be replying to it, if you can. But if yeah. you do not have that capacity, make sure that try to make sure that it's in the first 24 hours. Yeah. That people like that like people won't for, won't forget about something in the first 24 hours of it. Yeah. And that's really what the algorithm is really trying to track is like people remembering and uh, when somebody remembers something, the mo the likelihood of them talking about it again for a second time is really high. If they forget about it, what's going to happen? That conversation about it is completely lost to the ether. Yeah, and, like it's and gone. then and then you respond back. It's like yeah, okay, they're like oh, whatever. Uh, I don't even remember what this is about. You know, <laughs> and then they just disregard the notification. Yeah, so exactly. it's it's literally. I mean, the way building a community mm -hmm. uh, to go back is it's the same way as you know maintaining a network mm -hmm, it exactly. truly is because how do you keep a friend you don't just talk to them once and never again right it's a relationship that you build up over yes, time exactly mm -hmm. and so when it comes to things like that that's why we say engagement is so important mm -hmm. it's literally it, it falls under pr mm -hmm. public relations you know like if i see a com company that i'm you know considering that's one of my things that i like to look for personally if i see a company that i'm considering buying from i always like to read the comments mm -hmm. right and here's, exactly. a, and here's another, everybody does that yes mm -hmm. and another thing is one of the other uh categories i failed to mention when going through the agenda is i know how to spot a fake comment oh absolutely <laughs> yeah and i think everybody's kind of getting that like they're getting that feel now of like what right. a fake comment is compared to like a real comment you know right a real comment like i can see a person look if a person has let's say 30 comments right mm -hmm. and maybe 25 of those mm. are just emojis <laughs> or something that says amazing right exactly. or it's like cool uh -huh. and it's like I don't know. Maybe it's not Nothing even related yeah, uh -huh. to the post. Maybe it's a sad post, oh. and they're saying awesome. Right. I love like, your content. That's not a real. That's comment. not. Yeah. Exactly. But then if I see someone, it's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, mm -hmm. oh okay, like that's a real person that's engaging. Right. But if like of the thirty comments, mm -hmm. and I went through twenty five, and they were all fake, I'm be like, who is? I don't trust this yeah, anymore. Yeah. I don't trust you. I don't exactly. trust you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mythical methods. Mythical methods. Mythical, Mythical methods, methods that make you believe you're mm -hmm. building a community. It gives you the illusion that mm -hmm. you're building a community. But a community is organic. Absolutely. Completely Absolutely. organic. Completely. I would rather have 2,000 followers that mm -hmm. love everything I put out, mm -hmm. that comment on everything, that share everything, mm -hmm. than 200,000 that don't do much. anything yeah yeah that's a great point because there's there's a saying in the business world i forget who said this first but there's a saying in the business world that all you need is a thousand dedicated followers mm -hmm. for your business to be to blow up like you're good mm -hmm. like to be like you will then get the the organic you know hundred thousand three hundred thousand but if you have thousand people that are like yo these people are so legit. Like, I love them. I want to tell everyone about them. Everything that they do is golden. Everything that they say, like, I want to plaster their brand all over my laptop and my phone and my shirt. And I want to sleep with, you know, this company's pillowcase <laughs> as my pillowcase. Like, 
I'm serious. Like you want people to love you. And in order to do that, you have to love them. Yeah. It's a two-way street. You have to give them what they want, you know. And uh, that can be hard. You know, that can be tough. It, like a thousand dedicated followers is not – that sounds like, oh, well, I got a thousand followers. No, but do you have dedicated. a thousand dedicated followers, mm-hmm. you know? Or like are these people like ride or die for you type dedicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of culty. But, <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you are creating a brand, you want to – you know, you want to create something that you don't want to create a cult, but you want to create something that you know has. That's why they have cult. That's why they ta- they have the same cult like followings. You know, yeah. it's it's he quoted it's, those, but he gives little bunny. Yeah, ears. I was doing a little, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, it's that cult like following, cult classics. Everybody knows about cult classics. It's people like people love Pulp Fiction, you know, yeah. or Dune, or you know, what was this other movie? Uh, like they live by it. Yeah, they live. They're like, yo, this movie was so dope. Like, I love this. I'm buying a shirt. You know, that's what you you really want um, people to, you, to to love your brand. That loyalty. Much. loyalty, 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 loyalty. I think I don't that's think that's. Is it loyalty or loyalty? It's it's loyalty. Oh man, <laughs> now I'm confused. Oh no, is that the mandala effect? <laughs> oh my goodness, you gotta Anyways. go back and watch, listen to that album again. Yeah, I know. I need to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yes, yeah. That's you. Those are loyal people, yeah. loyal customers. You you've then successfully established a loyal brand, right? Exactly. Um, and so, I mean, where do you? How do you get those loyal, dedicated fans or, mm. or customers or clients? You definitely don't not respond to their comments, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's different for every comment. yeah. It's different for every community, but those are things like those staples, like you know. Mm taking care of your customers when it comes to customer service, you know, uh, giving them a high quality product, you know, um, like, you know, responding to their comments. Also, there's something that came up in the last week that I really want to touch on. That was really, really cool to me that my brother's doing. So mm-hmm. my brother is a personal trainer um, and he, he's pretty dope. He's show, show me what my family's genes are capable of. <laughs> In terms of working out, he's very dedicated to his business, relentless routines. Um, and so my brother Brent wanted to, he, he's always uh, finding different ways to build around his brand and his community. Uh, and something that he's been using, mm-hmm. uh, that he started using before um, the, before the, uh, the, the quarantine, uh, is Meetup, meetup.com. Um, you might have heard of Meetup. It's like a an, an app or website that you use to uh, schedule meetups for you know whatever your organization you're. Now, obviously, we can't meet up yeah. <laughs> for any of these things. So I you might be people thinking, people have switched to Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, exactly, things mm-hmm. like that. So you might be like, well, dang, like my Meetup community. You know, I, I'm paying for Meetup. Um, not my Meetup community. I can't meet with them at all. Like this is, you know, I'm not going to pay for this anymore. But what my brother highlighted was like, no, you should absolutely still keep paying for this. Why? Because you have people's contact information. You have their emails, right? So these people are, you're able to get their emails and stay in contact with them, even though you can't meet up with them necessarily. So you can still use these apps like, like meetup.com. Um, there's other ones like Foursquare, uh, even like Eventbrite is mm-hmm. something that, you know, event-based companies right now might be thinking, well, we can't do anything to 
to stay in touch with our community. Not true. You can still keep up with them, still start switching your content in a way that reaches out to them somehow, like you're saying, mm-hmm. maybe use Zoom, you know, mm-hmm. maybe instead of doing the things that you would do in public spaces, you'd now do on the internet and virtually, you just have to pivot, you just have to shift. And that's what my brother, my brother said that instead of getting rid of the thing that he was paying for, he's now even getting more people in his community because they're trying, they're still trying to figure out ways to meet up and work out, yeah. you know, and um, they can't do that. And so he's like, now he's has a way to like market his online program that he's selling. He's marketing it to those people that are part of his meetup.com. And they're like, yeah, this is great. Fine. I, you know, I can't meet up with you on Sundays like I used to, but I'm going to use this program that you're giving me. And even sometimes like I was at the, the house the other day mm-hmm. and uh, he was basically, he's like outside in the front and he has his, his, uh, his phone set up with a tripod and he's training someone across his phone right Mm -hmm. somebody that he would generally meet up with through this online community and now he's going one by one to these people and increasing his email list instead of decreasing it so he's still being able to make money he's still being able to impact his community and he's doing it in even more intimate way like these people are not he's not doing them in a group setting he's decided he's exactly so it's basically like they're getting like you know discounted or like sometimes I think some of them, like, he's even doing, like, free training, mm-hmm. you know, for some of them, you know, like, I don't know exactly what his model is, I won't, you know, put that out there, but, um, you know, either way, it doesn't matter what he's, his model is, he's interacting with those people one-on-one, and it makes them feel important, and it shows them that he actually cares about them instead of completely disregarding them like some of their other um, groups might have done, yeah. you know. I thought that was awesome. I was like, this is dope. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think the the important thing to highlight from all of that Mm -hmm. was, yes, the versatility of some Mm -hmm. of these apps. Like, there's numerous ways to stay connected. Right. But what I think is really nice is the fact that, obviously, he's not, what I've heard or Mm -hmm. understood from this. Right. Is he's not in it for the money. Right. Exactly. He's there to impact their lives. Because if it was for the money, he'd be trying to find ways to, instead of having that one session, He'd be having a session with like 20, 30 people in it, right? Right. But he wants to make sure that these people actually feel like they are not forgotten because a lot of times that's what happens, right? Like, especially right now, I feel like a lot of communities might feel like they've been forgotten because there's no content for them. There's no services for them. There's no products for them. It's like they've just been dropped by the wayside and they don't have anything. You don't want to make your, your community feel like that. It's not your customers, it's your community. Exactly. Think about them like your 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 neighbors. You know, that's how you have to think I about. I love them. that. Mm-hmm. I've I've been using the wrong c word. <laughs> I've been saying clients and customers, but it is it's your, it's your community. It's your community, and you have to treat them as such. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of business owners and creatives, especially during hard times like oh, this. Oh yeah, it's that's it's not to say like oh like this is your you know. Yeah, yeah, work oh, for free. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah it's like, no, or it's, like we're like talking down to you because like, oh, you disregard. Like, no, you are struggling right now. And yeah. sometimes when you struggle, you automatically go inside and you're like, how do I protect myself? How do right. I protect my family? How do I protect my business? Right. You know, but we're just trying to help you snap out of that mindset. You know? Yeah. I mean, level, you have to stay level headed during mm-hmm. these times and making sure, you know, that your the circumstances aren't affecting why you're doing what you're doing. You're not mm-hmm. losing focus on why you started that business to begin with. Right. 
you know? And I think, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love startups. Mm-hmm. I love local businesses. I love local creatives. Right. It's that vibe. It's that feel. Because it, they're yeah. so passionate about what so they passionate. do. It's the beginnings of something, an amazing new idea that they feel could change the world. Or at least their community. Right. And it, and it's and honestly, just it's one person at a time. It's exactly. one experience at a time. Mm-hmm. And then these experiences become a community. Absolutely. I love that. And that's amazing. That's great. The wrong C word. The wrong C word. That'd be a really great title for this, for this yeah. podcast. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> Change your C word. All right. So now that you have your community established, you figured out who your people are. Uh, you figured out what they like. Um, what they don't like. What they don't like. You know that too. <laughs> that stuff they don't like. Um, yeah. So what do you do now? What do you do? How do you continue? How do you go forward into... Uh, what's the next step? Yeah. What's the next step, right? And uh, I think as we, you know, once we, we have like the baseline set, it's really like common. It, it, it It's not... I don't like this, the word common sense because... Common sense really isn't that common and it doesn't become common sense until everyone agrees on it. And a lot of times we can't do that. (laughs) So, um, but I will think that like the natural next step, you know, if you figured out who you want, you, you want as your community or who even is your community, you may not want to just like dictate who your community is. You might just want to let that happen organically. Exactly. Um, I think it's really just listening to them from that point on really getting capturing the data uh on continuing to capture the data on what they like and what they don't like and and how you can be of best service to them so um and 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 really providing value to them right like i think you had mentioned um or uh what was something that right a couple of examples yeah yeah it was um so for me i guess like my next step for Mm -hmm. once building a community not only is that i can see how that's super important because that plays into like marketing strategy Mm -hmm. you know like adjusting of everything it's literally for adjustments right um but as to continue to add value Uh uh-huh there's reasons why membership programs and rewards right that's membership programs points you know like if you why those you know punch cards exist as well those are classics and and honestly i have i want free ramen i oh my god (laughs) boba tea boba tea um let's go punch cards are great yeah i'd like i'm a sucker for them like hell yeah it's like collecting you know Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something like that (laughs) 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 but like that's how that's a quick way to add another element Mm. into adding value because if i'm already a loyal customer right and i'm already buying your stuff right and then you give me something that says if i buy basically like a normal amount of what i would have already bought and you're gonna give me something for it Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> and then so like that's a really good way. You, you can get creative. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to get a punch card. It doesn't mean you need to, you know, figure out an app that does some kind of rewards. Right. Like get creative. Mm-hmm. If that means you raffle something. If that means you shout someone out or mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I don't know. There's yeah, just Yeah, that I like that. Shout someone out. Like mm-hmm. customer of the week. You just bought something that you thought was gonna be great. And then a company decides to just do a random shout out. They're like, "Hey, can we do a shout out?" You're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Cool." Absolutely. Random shout out. Yeah, and it's it's like spotlight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes to feel special. Exactly. Ah, I think that's like the key things, like yes. making people feel special. 
And so like, uh, that's huh? definitely, yeah. I feel like my, my next step for that mm-hmm. would be to add value. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That I like that. I like that a lot. Cause it's like, you know, just, you want to, uh, you know, you just want to be making people happy all the time. And I think another way too, that you can be capturing, you know, some data on like, on what people like and what they don't like, right? A surveys, you know, surveys are really, um, they, when people hear surveys, they're like, oh my gosh, I got to do a survey. But you can make surveys fun. You can make them like, the, like enter into a chance to win yeah. a ten dollar gift card exactly or something yeah. like that or you can have a, a survey that doesn't ask somebody like a million questions you could be like tell somebody from a, the jump hey if you answer can you answer these five questions about the product you just bought they might be like yeah okay they might be like nah i'm not even putting a number of stars on this thing <laughs> you know like I, don't, I ain't about that but there's some people that absolutely will right and make your survey questions fun you know don't Make make them a que- make it a question. You gotta think about this. Make it a question. Don't just go online, Google survey questions. Commonly used survey yeah, questions. Customize it. Yeah, customize it. Customize it to your product. Customize it to your audience. You know what they like. You know, let's you know going back to grunge coffee. Um, you could be you could be like, so what did you think about our coffee? Just kidding. We don't care. You know, <laughs> nah, we can. We actually do care. We you care know, a lot we care you. a lot. You know, like make it fun. Make it something that. People are gonna want to 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 engage with, you know. Nobody's ever heard of like a fun survey, yeah. you know. Like think of things like that. You gotta get creative, and you know the best businesses are people. The the businesses that are, um, you know, always coming up with solutions for their their customers, right? Coming up with solutions, and that might be a problem to your customer. That may be a problem with they like giving feedback, right? Yeah. But a problem for them might be like yo, I'm not answering 50 questions about this product. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, gi- you know, giving a whole synopsis on the event that I just went to. Mm-hmm. You know, that might be a problem for them. They might be like, yo, you know, and if it's a problem for them, it's probably a, pro- a problem for somebody else. Yeah. So think of things like that, creative ways of coming up solutions for, you know, the, the, for your customers and they will give you the feedback that they need, that, that you need, you know, and that they need to, to give. You know, because they want to give feedback. Anything, anytime, so people like to talk about really good experiences and they like to talk about really bad experiences. Yep. So give them a reason to talk about a really good experience. Exactly. And then yeah. what to do after that. Yeah. Right? So, you, so say you've successfully initiated some kind yes. of survey. Yes. Whether you put an incentive to it, you made it creative mm-hmm. and fun, um, you know, whichever way you you whatever route you decided to go on right right you take you make sure those questions um one that it definitely looked us up before creating a survey but yeah. there is specific ways to create survey questions right yeah no yeah, so sorry they're not, <laughs> not unbiased yeah but exactly you can make them creative still exactly um, but uh definitely taking that data mm-hmm. and then knowing what to do with it afterwards right so data is specifically when it's directly from your consumers mm-hmm. your clients your community mm-hmm. right right those are literally like a a path for you to take right exactly not necessarily meaning you just derail whatever you've built so far right. just to build a new no, no. it means you you're given suggest like strong suggestions from right. the people who are literally like helping you run your business right because oh. without them you wouldn't oh. have a business exactly that's a great way to think about it exactly and you're just you know adjusting what you're currently doing to making sure their experience or how they feel after everything is 10 times better than it was last time i love that and it literally could be as something as simple as 
making sure the restroom stays clean. Ooh, oh my gosh. I've definitely, we've both seen reviews about bad restrooms. Yes. And we've, and I've actually seen reviews about, wow, this restroom was very clean. Where do you think Bucky's gets their more Yeah, <laughs> yo, exactly. Yo, Bucky's restrooms are so clean. Oh my goodness. Like, I love it. Like, I, I remember this one time, where was I? I went to, it was a restaurant here in town, but they had the softest paper towels. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Like those paper towels were. No, it was um, it was Rosella, Rosella mm. at the Rand. Oh my goodness, the paper towels it got in there, so soft. I was like, I took my glasses off and I I used the paper towel to clean my glasses, and it was just as clean as any lens cleaner that I've ever used. Oh goodness! How's that for a review, baby? <laughs> How's that? It goes. It's. It's either the product or the experience. It's exactly or both. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully, hopefully both. both. Yeah, but but like that's. I mean, when it comes to pivoting, absolutely. It's always making sure that either one of those are exactly where it needs to be. Yeah, that's something so small. But you know what? I always remember. I remember them for their food. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Rosella. (laughs) But uh, I remember them for those paper towels. Their food's great, but the paper towels. What's memorable to me, you yeah. know? So. And, and going back to the creative point, yes. um, it wasn't necessarily my experience, mm-hmm. but something that went viral mm-hmm. because of how creative it was. Ooh. It was a checkout, like, thank you landing page, right? Because you know, okay. like, after a checkout landing page, something uh-huh. pops up that says, hey, right. thank you for shopping with us, like, you know, We'll email you shortly. Right. It's usually very generic. Super simple. Mm-hmm. Like there's preset templates. Like we got like, your money by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like yeah, people that's expect fun. that. Mm-hmm, but exactly. when people like pe- this one um, experience went viral and basically the, what this company did, and I can't remember the company. I just remember mm-hmm. like what it said because <laughs> right. I mean it was passed on obviously. Right. To me. Exactly. But it was almost like reading a play. Whoa. And it basically like like it basically it went through a scenario where someone like on an intercom says attention everybody so and so as awesome as they are just ordered a package and then like the crowd goes wild and like there's people like cheering and paper that is and then it, it was just going on and on and on and they had the program or software to enter that person's name because you know you have to put in your shipping like uh-huh, information right, uh-huh. so it's like literally your name it's, in there yeah, that's awesome and then everyone there's this person like crying on the floor just so happy that it was what? just an experience see that's what you, that's what i'm talking and about it was just a landing page that's what i'm talking you think that person's gonna buy from them again they're yeah. like yeah, I want to see that again. You know, they <laughs> Who knows work. if it's the same? What if Who, it changes? Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Exactly. But like, it's little things like that. Like, granted, whoever wrote that took a little bit of extra time. Oh, yeah. And but, they, they made sure that they probably made sure, probably, that their customers <laughs> were not going to be like, what the hell is this? Right. It probably. <laughs> Never buying for these people again. Yeah, exactly. To what the company is, right. or whatever it may have been. All right. But, you know, it's like, it, it's about taking that extra time. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I feel, I always hear a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, a lot of creatives, local freelancers. I don't have time. Right. It's like, yes, you do. You do have time. You do have the time. Mm-hmm. It just may not be focused on what truly matters. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> your client, your, your yeah. community. Yeah. Your community needs you better that preach. extra time. You better preach. And so that's, you know, 
does that mean you need to bend over backwards and cut your prices in half because people are saying your stuff's too pricey? Mm-mm. No. No. It means you should probably consider mm-hmm. adding some kind of, I don't know. Other options. Yeah, Could other be. options. Yeah. And so there's, you know. Who knows? It's this feedback mm-hmm. that's really important. And the only reason why I mentioned that is because I really want to segue into mm. our next podcast. Yes, next I've podcast. I've really enjoyed this podcast. Really have. This um, is good. This I love was this, this, was, this was really fun talking about the C word. We love all of them. Yeah. But no. <laughs> it's very I love informative. That. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, like but this yeah. was this a is good. genuine this is conversation cool. and. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to end the mm. underwater, that's so crazy to say, end the underwater series mm-hmm. is on making sure, one, that your services and products are at a fair market price, Ooh. but that you also understand your value Ooh. that you're providing to the market. I like it. So, I like yeah, it. whether it's that, you know, whether it's that dollar amount uh-huh. on your product or service, or it's, you know what your tolerance is in general wow. for certain types of scenarios. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that the that's... The balance between value and pricing. Exactly. I love it. And knowing your supply and demand and all this other stuff, I think pricing is a really big question. Wow. That was one of my first questions. Right. Be- being a freelancer is uh-huh. like, how much should I charge people? Yo, or, there's some really interesting videos oh, online yeah. like about that too. But it's like really hard to pin down for it a lot is. of people. And so well, obviously there's no one fit formula. Absolutely. You know, there's mm-hmm. no enter this if this is that. Right. It's definitely it's more of a mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've seen a lot of you know business owners and creatives really devalue who they are as a company Ooh. because they're just like desperate to close something. Right. But it's like you don't ever want to have that be what you're always dealing with. Uh huh. And yes, guys, you can say no. Yeah, you can say no. It's funny because. Um, somebody, you know, we don't want to go too much into the, pop, the next podcast, yeah. but you know, I, I literally just had this conversation with someone where I was like, you know, we should have, uh, somebody else is pricing this way. You should price it this way as well, you know, so you don't get cut out. And they were like, no, like I, you know, I'm doing like, this is taking a lot of my time, a lot of my energy. The materials are not cheap. Like I'm going to keep it this pricing. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that cool you should definitely keep it like that you know like you should absolutely do what you think is best for your business like don't cut your price because someone else tells you not even if it's damien you know like (laughs) and it's a two-sided you know conversation two-sided coin right you know it's like you know the value of what you created yes does your client know that? Does your customer uh-huh. know that? Does and your community th- Ooh, know you know that? what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to tell them though. And then it, it, like I said, it, it's a full circle. It's a full circle. It's literally a full circle. I love it. Yeah. I love so it. So that's, that's going to be our next, next podcast, our mm-hmm. final underwater podcast. Yes. It most likely won't be our final podcast. Oh no. We'll, oh, we'll, 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 we got some mofo. Yeah. Yes. But it, if you have any ideas, mm-hmm. if you have anything that you particularly want to hear mm-hmm. our next podcast be about, please let us know. Please. Um, in terms of what happens after underwater. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, uh, I think we could, uh, we could go down so many different avenues to yeah. be honest. Like got a, we got a great podcasting dynamic here <laughs> fam i'm saying it. <laughs> all right i'm sorry i'm done <laughs> on that note yes on that note <laughs> thank you again for tuning into another episode of underwater yes thank you all so much and uh we'll see y'all on the flip talk to you soon peace